Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We are broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. And boom, boom, it's tax day. Hopefully you guys got your filings done. Hey, we put a post up on uh, timandjulieharris.com about a lot of legal ways to avoid paying taxes that a lot of business owners miss out on, totally, completely neglect. And I have to say, when I was going through the report, um, I actually found a couple things that we hadn't been paying attention to, health savings accounts and things like that, that are great tax savers. So make sure if you guys haven't uh, read that report, it's on the website. Just go to timandjulieharris.com and make sure you, if you owe money, get it paid today. Remember, you guys can file for, ex- uh, for extensions to October, I believe it's 15th, but if you owe any money, you have to pay today, but you can extend your filing date. So if for some reason you're just realizing today is tax day and you haven't gotten your taxes done, just ask for an extension. But remember, if you think you you owe any money, pay it today. That way there won't be any interest in penalties. So I'm not going to say that was a nice way to start out the show, but it's actually a practical and tactical way to start out the show, reminding all of you as business owners, your tax filings and everything else are completely and totally up to you, so make sure you're treating that seriously. Uh, you know, Julie and I were talking this morning on our walk about the things that typically we see will throw people off their momentum, will slow people down, and maybe slow people to, down to the point where it's very unsettling to their lives. And tax problems are mo- almost always one of the top five things that screw people up. So don't let that be you. And if you are in a tax situation, as a lot of you guys are, just pay them off, get it paid off as fast as you possibly can, and use that as a motivator. You know, Julie, I, had a, I have a personal coaching client who when they came to us, they had a huge tax bill. And it wasn't from selling real estate. It was from uh, business stuff from another business or whatever. But it was a big, de- it was a big amount of money. And mm-hmm. they were so motivated to get the IRS paid off that they actually were consistently willing to do what they didn't want to do and they didn't want to do it. But here's the funny thing. They paid it off late last year. You know, mm-hmm. It took them like two years or something. Um, altogether, they had the tax, they had the payment plan in place when they when they hired us as their coaches. But in any event, they paid it off late last year. Here's the funny thing: they don't really have a good strong motivator anymore. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of an interesting thing. It does thing. tend to motivate. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, it does tend to motivate. So look, guys, we we have been there, done that. Always are be, always there. You're a U.S. citizen. You owe taxes. Don't you know? Don't sweat it. Don't, don't worry about out. it. Don't complain about it. Don't hide out from it. Don't pretend it doesn't exist. Just get it squared away and uh, move forward, and that's part of being a business owner. Welcome to the all the stuff they never tell you when you get your real estate license. <laughs> so, Julie, I think they you should. have some shout-outs. Yes, they yes. should. You have some shout-outs, and we're going to pick up where we, dropped, uh, where we left off yesterday. Okay, go ahead. Yes, uh, a funny comment from one of our members, Joe Fair, on our private Facebook page. Just had to hang up on a Zillow sales rep. I felt bad, as I know he's doing his job, and he's in sales as well. However, it did say it did feel good to say no to Zillow and no to buying leads. So that's right. Right on, Joe Fair. Uh, Andrea Cooper is working on her July 4th client outreach pop buys, client appreciation items, you know, how are you guys all going to participate? Now is the time to start planning for that. And there's some discussion on that on Facebook, what different people are doing. Wanted to, let's see, uh, let people know that there are two or three referrals that are sitting right there on our private Facebook page. You guys need to uh, comment on that and accept those referrals. 
and let's see, lots of uh, some newer agents, Tim, that are putting together their pre-listing packages, and they're asking if you don't actually have any past clients or stats, what do you do about those types of pages? You know, list price versus sold price, list to sell price ratio, all that kind of stuff. And we always recommend that you use your company stats that you learn to hey, pull information. On. Yes. Julie, why don't you hold off in answering that question until your uh, premier coaching call that happens after today's call? Yeah, right? I just wanted these guys to know that there's a lot of support on the private uh, page for our members, and that yeah. that does not mean that you don't get to do a pre-listing package, because I know we've got some listeners that are saying, you know, that's right. great, but I don't have anything to put in it. Well, you do, right. and we help you with that. So there's some good discussion on that. And then, of course, you guys post a lot of fun experiences that you're having with both your prospecting, marketing, your lead follow-up. Everybody seems super busy. This is a great time of year to make sure that you're getting your numbers in. We are excuse-free, holiday-free. It's time to make money, guys. So a lot of that going on on Facebook, too. Yeah, I mean, you're either ahead of your goal for the year, you're on target for the goal, or you're behind. I mean, you're usually, you know, agents fall into those three categories. And um, look, guys, I really do, and I think you guys are experiencing it too. I think this is going to be a fantastic year, but the flip side to it is I think the second half of the year is going to be a lot more work than the first half. Some of you guys are already experiencing how much more work it is just already starting in April than it was, say, in the beginning part of the year. And these are all predictable trends. These happen every single year. And if you're new to real estate or if no one's ever told you, you. Here's why. There's a lot of holidays that happen in the middle of the year, a lot of natural breaks, kids getting out of school, out of, uh, going back to school, summer holidays, all the rest of it. And the last quarter is just basically peppered with holidays. Those slow down the momentum. Those slow down the momentum of the markets because people don't want to go out and buy. They don't want to put their houses for sale. And, yeah, we give you objection handlers for, in both scenarios, but the reality of it is is that you know usually people will just not you know put their houses in the market or do a transaction over the holidays. And you've got to look at the whole year, and you've got to realize that, yeah, you might have the better part of, what, nine months left this year, or really maybe now eight and a half months. But if you start taking out the weekends and you start taking out the holidays, then you start taking out the days you're going to be taking off, you know, and you do all that, you don't really truly have eight months left this year. You might have, if you're, you know, if you go back from December and you say, well, how many weeks will you really be working in December? I'm working every week. Well, that's fine, but how many buyers and sellers will actually be working with you during that particular month? Maybe for a week you'll have a, work, a week there to work. And then in November you might be maybe two weeks because of the, you know, Thanksgiving. And then October we have the last week that people seem to treat as a national holiday. And then you go all the way back. Never ending. Kids going back to school. You know, September, kids going back to school, that might be late August, depending on your marketplace. And there's summer vacations, and you guys get it? So if you look at the rest of the year and you basically start looking at how many actual productive work days you're going to have left, you don't have eight and a half months is what I'm trying to tell you. If you were to actually add up, you know what, that's going to be the homework assignment from today's coaching call. I want you to look at a calendar for the rest of 2017, and I want you to put an X by the days that you're going to be working. Plan your days off ahead of time. By the way, this is part of the real estate treasure map. And you're not going to be working every weekend, so don't say you are. You know, you're going to have to take some time off for you know, holidays and all the rest of it, and then add up how many actual work days you have left this year. You're going to be stunned. I bet you most of you. In all reality, I bet you most of you have maybe 75 work days left this year where you're actually going to be able to get something done. Do that assignment. It will really open your eyes 
to the fact that it's not eight and a half months. It's maybe, maybe three months that you have left this year in terms of accumulated time to really accomplish your goals. And if that doesn't give you guys a sense of urgency, nothing will. So if you're ahead of your uh, goal for the year, fantastic. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to finish the year ahead. You've got to continue doing what you were doing, say, three, six months ago that got you to the position where you are now. If you have no momentum, you don't know where, to do, where you're going, if you don't take action, I mean massive action now, you're going to miss this year for the reasons I just explained to you. You literally are going to essentially have a failed year in your real estate career. There's still realistically another nah, 45 to 60 days for you to take massive action and turn that around. But if you don't, bye-bye 2017 as far as real estate commissions. Oh, you might pick up occasional buyer or something like that. But for the most part, you're going to be looking back at this year saying, what the heck happened? And then there's those of you who are taking actions, but you're not getting the results. And here's what I hear continuously as far as why you, what you guys are experiencing. You're buying the Zillow leads. You're doing the things that you used to do, and you're not getting any results. You're not getting any different results. And the reality of it is, is just because something worked last year, the year before, it, I can guarantee you it won't work today. You know, when the going, te- when the going gets tough, the smart leave. And what that means is, is when you have something that worked in the past, just because it worked in the past, it's pretty much guaranteed not to work today. And now that goes also to your, your prospecting skills. Some of you guys are fantastic prospectors. You've got to get more fantastic. You have to get fantasticer. You, know? you have to get better. You have to always constantly be improving. You cannot stay complacent. As soon as you think you've got it figured out, you're going to lose whatever it is you think you have, have figured out. That's the mindset. That frenetic energy, that intense focus, staying on mission for our military friends, so you guys know what I'm talking about. That's where you have to have your head right now. Um, And, guys, I assure you that the second half of the year is going to be harder than the first half of the year. So do your work now. Build your momentum now so that when there is the inevitable holiday, second half of the year slowdowns, combined with maybe higher interest rates, combined with some other who knows what, you are going to be overprepared, and that way you'll be on target by the end of the year. Julie, does this make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. One of the most effective exercises they can be doing right now is to look at their pendings. Most of you guys are on track or ahead. Look at your pendings and ask yourself, what was the life cycle between lead and paycheck? You probably didn't meet the, the pending deals that you're closing this month. You probably didn't meet them like two weeks ago. You've probably been talking to them for quite some time. You took them through the process. You had to show them houses if they're buyers. You had to help them prep and stage if they're sellers. Maybe you had to compete for that listing. But it did not happen instantaneously. So I actually think, Tim, our listeners and our coaching members who are ahead, they're almost in more of a danger spot motivation-wise because they're in danger Mm -hmm. of skating. And it's so important to look at what is your personal average, you know, your cycle between meeting somebody whether they called you or you called them, doesn't matter, starting the relationship and actually closing where you get your paycheck and you hand them the check. What is that? It's, it's not 22 days. For some of you guys, especially resort markets, I've had clients actually track that before. And in some of the second, third, fourth home markets, it can be two or three years before you actually have them pop. So if you, that means that today, if you're not doing anything to generate anything new, you're guaranteeing that 30, 60, 90 days, six months from now, a year from now, you're not getting a paycheck. So you're either self-employed or self-unemployed every day you go to work. 
yeah, I think you guys look. A lot of you guys need a free coaching call. You just do. You desperately need a coaching call. You need to make sure you're staying on mission, staying on target. If you need to make sure you have a business plan that you guys really truly believe in, something that is your North Star, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. When you do, we're going to give you six free books. I'm going to give you that tax guide that we talked to you about. Remember, we're not professional accountants or CPAs. Just read the book. All the disclaimers are there. But we're also going to give you your 12-monthly generation plan. We're going to give you Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. We're going to give you your real estate treasure map. We're going to give you everything you guys need to have really a great start or a great rekindling or a great igniting of your real estate careers. So go and get those free books. Just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And if you're on the website, timandjulieharris.com, and you're listening to us now, as a lot of you guys do, just fill out that little box that's right there. It takes two seconds. And remember, when you do, you are entitled to a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. They're going to help you get started on the most critical part of the real estate treasure map, which is your lead generation spokes. They're going to help you actually get started identifying what your spokes should be and how to implement those so you guys can build massive momentum. Massive momentum is what you need right now. So, Julie, we are talking about Napoleon Hill's 17 Laws of Success, and I believe we're on point number three. Yes, we are indeed. And I just wanted to say something since we're talking about Napoleon Hill today. One of those books, Think and Grow Rich, it's not just like the version that you can Google for. The thing that makes that so special is that we have translated each, at the end of each of those chapters, how it actually applies to real estate. I mean, what are you supposed to do about all these great thoughts that Napoleon Hill has put out there for you? So that is built into that free book that you get. Just had to mention that since it's Napoleon Hill time. Okay. So point number three on the 17 laws of success is called applied faith. Use applied faith. Faith is awareness of belief in, and harmonizing with the universal powers. Faith is a state of mind which must be active, not passive, to be useful in achieving lasting success. So close the, de- close the door to fear behind you, and you will quickly see the door of faith open before you. Fear is nothing more than a state of mind which is subject to your own direction and your control. Faith will not bring you what you desire, but it will show you the way to go after it for yourself. And I think, Tim, the way to apply this, at least one way, is to ask yourself in real estate, one of the things that we hear coaching-wise, the agents that, honest to God, believe that this is what they're supposed to do, that this is working for them, maybe they're not just having the success just yet that they desire, but they don't have this one foot in, one foot out, you know, don't really have the faith that it's going to work out problem. They know it's going to work. It's just a matter of how fast and how they're going to make it happen. And I think applied faith is such an important thing. It, it really touches everything in real estate. Think about when you go to take a listing. Do you believe, do you have faith that you are the right agent to take that listing? Because if you don't, you probably won't. Does that make sense? It does. Well, so you said two things that are really important. Number one, you said basically the agents that are not fully committed. You know you're not fully committed if you guys aren't doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level, okay? If you're not doing the actual work of the business, the actual prospecting, the actual presenting, the actual negotiating, the actual work of being in front of customers, you are not fully committed to this business. I don't care if you have a great lead follow-up, a great CRM, if you have great postcards, if you have a great website, if you have whatever, whatever, Twitter, whatever, all that stuff is wonderful, but you're not truly fully committed unless you're putting yourself in the breach and doing the real work. Fact. So stop struggling with that and realize that, by the way, all those other things you've been spending your time on are not leading directly to a paycheck, are not putting yourself in the position to actually be of service to other people. And so you, once you start doing the other work, you're then going to realize those things were never supposed to be the leading edge of what you did in your business. They were only supposed to be enhancements of what you did in your business. And the other thing that Julie said, and I just Googled this on our, or I went to our website and looked, you guys need to go to our website 
and you need to uh, search uh, Tim and Julie Harris and search for the keywords using the keywords fear ego. So there's two kinds of fear. There's real fear, physical fear. Something's going to get you. A satellite's going to land on your house. The zombies are going to come over the rise and attack you. That is real legitimate fear. And then there's psychological fear. Psychological fear is the fear that all of us experience every single day. The psychological fear is ego fear. It's the what-if fear. It's the not real fear fear. So those of you who are in the military, you guys have experienced real fear, bullets and whatnot. Psychological fear is what you fear is what you experience when you're fearful of actually doing the real work. The oh my gosh, what are they gonna you know when I pick up the phone and they say something to me, I'm not prepared to answer, or I'm in a situation that I'm embarrassed. I'm da 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 da. All these internal head things that are floating around. That is psychological fear. That is your ego. It is keeping you broke. Understand that the physical physiological reaction to both fears is the same. You have the same exact emotional reaction to real fear versus psychological fear. So your body can't really interpret it. So when your body feels the ego fear, the psychological fear of doing real work, it reacts the same way as if you know you were actually under physical uh, a physical threat. You guys understand? But you can control the psychological fear by realizing that's all it is. It's just head garbage. It's just in your head. So then when you conceptually understand that, the way you offset that is with skill and more than that or in addition to that, massive action. And then the psychological fear, it never completely goes away, guys, but it does massively ebb. And then you can see it for what it is. It's just something that's in your head that's standing in the way of you accomplishing your goals. Uh, Next point, Julie. Next point is number four, going the extra mile. Go the extra mile. Strength and struggle go hand in hand. Render more and better service than you are paid for. And sooner or later, you will receive compound interest from your investment. The end of the rainbow is at the end of the second mile. The quality of the service rendered plus the quantity of service rendered and the mental attitude in which it is rendered equals your compensation. The more you give, the more you get. And I think in real estate, this is so important to keep in mind because so often we don't get instant gratification. You know, I I will never forget the the price reduction scripts, for example, where you're just dreading that and it's a tough conversation and you hang up the phone, you think the seller hates you. And then you'd go to closing and they'd hug you and they'd bring you a closing gift. I mean, (laughs) that's the result of going the extra mile and not ignoring the fact that, say, they needed a price reduction. You know, some of you guys that are struggling with buyers where you're just killing yourselves to find any inventory to show at all, and then you have to compete to get it. That is a lot of service rendered, quantity of service rendered, and the mental attitude that's required for you to do it, eventually that does equal your compensation. But you've got to continue to be willing to go that extra mile. And I think that, you know, our version of this point that Napoleon had so many years ago is, is, you know, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at a super high level. Going that extra mile is the high level part of this. And, yes, of course you will be compensated for your efforts. Maybe not instantaneously, but it will happen. It's the doing what you – it's the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level and being of service. Basically, point number four from Napoleon Hill encapsulates the, one of the, you know, the two of the pillars of our coaching organization, what I hope you guys adopt as your business and life philosophy, that our highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to others. And essentially, if you don't have the life experience that you want right now, and that could be stuff, that could be comfort, security, freedom, sense of whatever, all that comes from you being of service to other people. And if you don't experience that at a high enough level, the level that you would expect, it's simply because you're not helping enough people. That's it. You're not helping another, enough people accomplish their goals. 
And that's the reason that you're experiencing scarcity in your life. Not because necessarily somebody had an unfair advantage. Not because your competitor, you know, somehow had some inroad. It's because they have learned how to be better agents to the point where sellers choose them over you. It's that simple. It's a skills game, guys. It's a war of attrition. The attrition is basically lazy folks that aren't really willing, truly willing to drill down and become experts at being of service to other people. Point number five, Julie? Yes, point number five. Pleasing personality. This is an interesting one. Assemble an attractive personality, a positive mental attitude. You know, throughout Think and Grow Rich, he refers to this as the PMA. A positive mental attitude is the right mental attitude in any given situation. Courtesy is your most profitable asset, and it is absolutely free. Emotions are nothing but reflections of your mental attitude, which you can organize, guide, and completely control. Your personality is your greatest asset or your greatest liability because it embraces everything you control, your mind, your body, Body and your soul. To be happy, make someone else happy. And you know, with our coaching program, Tim, we really translate this into being of service. That's the overriding positive mental attitude. You know, there's a difference when you're calling to do your lead follow-up or you're prospecting or you're talking to one of your active sellers. And if you approach that with a positive mental attitude that you're there to be of service versus, oh, my gosh, how is it going to make me feel? I don't want to do this call. I'll just put it off till tomorrow. Maybe it will sell tonight, right? The positive mental attitude affects not only your transactions but your own psychological well-being. I think some agents reach the speed limit of their business, Tim, because they haven't worked on this aspect. They wouldn't say it's because they don't have a pleasing personality, of course, who would say that, right? But it's, in fact, their positive mental attitude is being sacrificed sometimes. Usually subconsciously, they haven't taken control of their personality. And then, of course, that translates to their minds, their body, and their soul and how they approach everything. You can almost tell – yeah, by like how people drive on the freeway, <laughs> whether they've worked on this or not, because of how they react to things. But anyway, moving on to point number six, personal initiative. Create personal initiative. It is better to act on a plan than it is is still weak that act on a plan that is still weak than to delay acting at all. Procrastination is the arch enemy of personal initiative. Personal initiative is contagious. Personal initiative succeeds where others fail. It creates work, it creates opportunity, creates the future, creates advancement. Procrastinators are experts in creating alibis. Personal initiative is the inner power that starts all action. So it's better to act on a plan that's a little bit weak than to not act at all. So take action. And again, obviously, real estate is full of that. Back to you. What is the the procrastinator's uh, credo? What is the credo of anybody who has a procrastinating problem? I am a doer. What's the rest of it? Oh, you mean the, the saying, yes, I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. It's almost an affirmation. That's right. I'm a doer. Right. I do things now. I get things done. That will defeat the procrastination. You just have to say it at least 10 times first. Yeah, or 20. Or 100. Or if you're basically a <laughs> lifelong procrastinator, you have to get the tattoo on your forehead so that if someone sees you procrastinating, they'll read your forehead and remind you. You know, right. I, I think that essentially, Julie, you know, the last three points, I hadn't realized this. And I mean, you and I read Napoleon Hill's 17 Laws of Success forever ago, you know, like decades ago, I hate to say. Mm-hmm. 
But these last three points, they, maybe that's where we initially got the motivation to come up with the saying of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Because I have to tell you, most of these points, basically, if you want to drill down, that's really you know the essence. That What we say is the essence of like last three or four of these points. Guys, I'm also going to point out something else, and this is really important. Your emotions will betray you. Your emotions are temporary. Your emotions ebb and flow. Your emotions come and go. And if you're dependent on your emotions to get the most out of your day, you're going to never get much out of your day because you don't really feel top of your game for that long. You have to always have the mindset that it's about, guess what, guys, being of service and doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. The highest level part, as Miss Julius pointed out several times, is the hard part because most of you will only do what you want to, don't want to do, well, if you do that at all. But let's just say you force right. yourself to do it. It'll only be for a very short while while you feel like it. I mean, that's really the truth of how most people, and not just real estate agents, but you guys are our tribe. You guys are the ones that basically we've chosen to really focus our life energies on improving. And the reality of it is, is if we can help you guys get better, you'll help your families get better. But, yeah, most Americans have gotten to the point where they think, oh, I don't feel like it. You know, it all goes back to this popular culture horseshit that goes on about, I can't really work because I don't know what my big why is. Or I can't really work because I don't know what my passion is. All these bullshit things that you guys have been told, they're complete and total, utter career-ending lies because you will use it as an excuse until the cows come home. I didn't get the listing, I guess I don't have passion. Or I don't feel like prospecting today, I guess I just don't have my big why. Well, but my God, that is, that's the, you know, yourself unemployed on that day because if you were employed by someone, you know, a quote, real job, you'd never, ever get away with that. You'd never just, you know, call your boss and say, I just don't feel like working today, but, you know, send me a paycheck anyway. That does not fly in the real world. I don't know why we get away with more of that in the real estate world, but I guess that's why you have coaches. Because they have no bosses, because they have no accountability. I know, blessing and a curse all wrapped up. Because their office managers and their bosses don't want to basically see them sitting at their desk every day and say, hey, guess what? Your desk is not going to make you money. Your desk is not going to sign a contract because they don't want the agents to quit. And so that's the reason people hire coaches. So, Julie, we shouldn't criticize the system. Um, it works Job for us. security. <laughs> that's right. So listen, guys, Julie's got to go off to her premier call. Coaching clients, you've got to be attending Julie's premier calls every single day. It's your opportunity to have direct interaction and direct coaching from Ms. Julie. Um, and remember, this is you're in the heart of it right now. We're at the very, very beginning of what should be your best years ever. If you're not feeling that, if you're not experiencing that, if you're not motivated, if you're not just bouncing off the walls, with unbelievable energy and enthusiasm, you guys have got to get a sense of direction. That only comes from basically having a specific plan. Your real estate treasure map is a critical element to your long-term success. It's important that you guys focus on the next step in front of you, but also be paying attention to the horizon. I gave you a little taste at the top of today's radio show when I told you to count down to how many actual work days you have left. You know, And I think it's going to be sobering for many of you. A lot of you guys, what you'll do is you'll say, well, I'm going to work over the holidays. Again, I'm going to emphasize this. You might be, but nobody else will. So what are the most likely days that you're going to get someone to list their house or buy a house from you? If you're new in the real estate business, just essentially complete the real estate treasure map and just remember, people generally speaking will not they'll go they'll go dormant during basic holiday times. At October at the end of October, it's one day of the called Halloween, but people what do they do? Especially in real estate, they'll end up taking essentially a week off. 
And that slows the momentum for November, slows the momentum for your December closings. You've got to be always looking at the horizon, but at the same time making sure you're staying in, uh, focused on the step in front of you, and that's your lead follow-up. That's your mastering your skills. That's the staying on a schedule. That's mastering the idea that you have to basically your continued success comes down to three to five minimum standards every day. Listen, guys, if you ever need us for anything, um, obviously request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com and or just email Julie directly julie at tim and julie harris.com or tim at julie at tim at tim and julie harris.com we really sincerely appreciate so many of you tens of thousands of you who are regular listeners to the show if you're listening to us on itunes please give us a great review if you are uh, looking for a real way of thanking us i always appreciate the testimonials that you all send in to us and the video testimonials are great when you guys send a testimonial in to us uh, please include your uh, address so that we can, and your email and your uh, web address, if you have one, so that we can put that link on our website, and that will give you guys hypothetically some SEO power when it comes to building your own uh, website, or if it's just nothing else, you might get a referral from it. So guys, anything at any time we can ever do for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And as always, guys, we'll talk to you live on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.